so good evening i hope everyone had a great week um i just wanted to record an episode because i said i was gonna stick with it and so i actually did an episode an interview today on someone else's podcast um from she was on bianca she was on um a few weeks ago she was on i'm gonna tell you exactly um do what scares you twin flame love um with the bianca amanda that was on october 16th um which so i was a guest on her episode on her podcast um so i would definitely post on my page when that episode is released so you guys can check it out we had a great conversation so thank you again to bianca for allowing me to be on her podcast um and we'll definitely probably collaborate again on um some more future projects so uh but i also wanted to do an episode um for for this podcast too so uh i actually saw something on a tiktok page titled motivational dot moments um excuse me motivational dot movements and so I like that page. I started following them after finding them on the For You page um, because I don't know. I just like a lot of the times <clears throat> they post some like inspirational stuff, but also just things to think about. Um, so the, the what I'm going to talk about that I saw from them is called Six Ways to Find Your Life Purpose. So um, we're going to get into it. <clears throat> so number one, it says to look inward. By listening to others, you can never really understand how to find your purpose. Everything you need is within yourself. The only thing holding you back is your own limiting beliefs. You become more self-aware with each limiting belief you discover and replace out for an empowering one. Your life is in your hands when you have control over your emotions. So this one is definitely true. I think um, a part of finding your purpose is, you know, it's rooted in that alone it's your purpose so as much as we would love and i some this is something that i've learned as well just from trying to find my purpose is that you can ask your family friends or whoever else you know what do you think i'm good at or what do you think about this what do you think about that but really we should be asking those questions within talking to your higher self and you know asking your higher self like hey am i on the right path like you you can do that you can ask your higher self like hey <clears throat> excuse me show me a sign that i'm on the right path whether it be you know show me this angel number or show me a yellow car today or something like that um to to let me know i'm on the right path um those are ways that you can communicate with your higher self your spirit angels and um to make sure that you're you know on the right path but initially like it's saying you know it's it's up to you your life is your own our life is a gift right and yes we are we start as infants and babies and we aren't able to necessarily take care of yourself in the outside world but once you get to an age a certain age um maybe like middle school i think that's when you really start 13 14 you start really you know it's society calls it rebellious but i don't honestly think it's rebellious maybe because i was a rebellious teen sort of not fully but not a whole lot but to an extent but i think it's more so you start thinking for yourself because when you're 13 14 years old you're already going through all these things like body wise and mental wise you know 
you have hormones and puberty and you know you're, you're liking people you know you're maybe curious about sex you're curious about your body and what you want that's when you really start thinking about like dang like what am I gonna be when I grow up type of thing like th- those questions start to really start setting in too and you and you know in our society you do have the pressures of you have to take this test and you have to graduate and you have to are you gonna go to college like all this type of stuff like that so I think that is a crucial time when you should begin your journey to start looking inward and figuring out who you are and defining who you are and standing in that no matter who, even if it's your family who opposes it, you still have to stay true to you and your higher self. And I think that unfortunately around that time is when we start to lose ironically ourselves. And that is when you start to try to conform to what society, you know, says you should be. And especially nowadays, I, these teenagers nowadays, I really feel bad for them having all this like social media stuff because that's even 10 times worse. Because if you already think about it, when you have, when you're a teenager, like we've all done it, we've all been, you know, self-judgmental and we critique ourselves, whether it be our bodies or our, you know, where we are in life and what we look like and stuff like that. And we do compare ourselves to others. And then, you know, nowadays with all social media and all this, it's like comparison is just, it's very at its height. So, um, it's, you know, I admire those people who do stay true to themselves and they don't care about fitting in with society. And so, um, long story short, you know, like it says, looking inward and figuring out, you know, be more self-aware of your habits, be more self-aware of what makes you happy, what you want to be. And just honestly keep discovering who you are, because even when you're, you know, who you are at 13 is not going to be the same at 18, which is not going to be the same at 23, which is not going to be the same at 30, which is not going to be the same at 35, like, and so on and so on. You know, unfortunately, life experiences can alter who you are, whether that be in a good way or a bad way. And even, you know, it sucks, but even when something bad things happen to us or things happen to us to affect us emotionally, it's still our responsibility to take care of ourselves and to make sure that we are still operating in our higher selves, which is a lot of work. Um, so, you know, as much as it says to be responsible for yourself, also be kind to yourself. Um, and try to control your emotions, like it says. Um, but everything that you, everything you need is within yourself. It's just the work of finding out <laughs> who you are, you know. Um, and that's the part of the journey that we're here for, because <laughs> it's, in my opinion, it's you know, ego versus soul, and our souls already know the beginning and the ending because our soul. Again, this is my theory. Um, our souls already you know we signed a contract to come here to complete a mission a journey and so you know our we within the human body we aren't able to just know the blueprint of what we're supposed to do that would defeat the purpose of living because then you wouldn't you would just literally come here and do your job and bounce um so you know it's it's all a journey and you just have to keep digging within and I've learned that lately too, that it's not always easy to do that, to just only trust, like not only trust yourself, but only ask yourself, like, think about your, think about that. Have, when's the last time that you had a dilemma or you had a decision to make and you didn't ask anybody else but yourself and you went ahead and made that decision. You didn't tell anybody what was going on. You just did it. When's the last time that you've done that? And if that's been a long time, then maybe it's something that you should think about the next time you have a decision to make. 
Why do you feel the need to ask other people? Why, why aren't you just able to make the decision on your own? We're all adults. You don't have to ask anyone else anymore. You just have to do what works for you. So number two, it says, put purpose before goals. You won't ever find your actual passion or figure out how to find your purpose if all of your attention is on accomplishing short-term goals. Your purpose must always be the base of your goals. If they're not, you'll just get a temporary sense of satisfaction and will soon start looking for something else. When you set a goal, ask yourself, how will this help me feel more fulfilled? How does this relate back to my purpose? So... Um, this one is basically, you know, put your purpose before your goals. I think that's, that is smart because I think a uh, a few episodes ago I was talking about, I was reading something before that said something like, I think from that book where we're saying like, oh, you know, if you accomplish something right now, that's really great. But if it's not a part of your purpose, then you'll become, you just kind of just, you keep accomplishing things and then you go back to still feeling unaccomplished and you feel like, all right, I got to do another thing and I got to do it. Like whether that be like, okay, I have to do, get this degree and you're just getting the degree because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do versus like doing it because it's a part of your passion and it's going to help you with your purpose. And so if it's not a part of your purpose and your passion, then you'll, you accomplish it and that's great, but then you'll still feel unfulfilled because you're like, all right, now what, <laughs> you know, and you have a bunch of these short term goals that again, those sometimes those goals are more rooted in what society says you should be doing versus what is your what is your actual purpose here what did your higher self what did god tell you to do not what society told you to do what what are you here for and so it says like it says your your purpose must always be the base of your goals you know any goals that you have in life should be related to your purpose in life um And that's how you're going to have the sense of satisfaction completely within um, for both your your ego and your soul. Um, And I like how it says, when you set a goal, ask yourself, how will this help me feel more fulfilled? How does this relate back to my purpose? Um, Again, taking the time to think about what it is that you're trying to accomplish, why you want to accomplish it. What will it do for your higher self? What will it do for your future? What will it do towards your purpose? If there's nothing correlating there, then maybe you need to reevaluate what, why you have that as a goal and how you can tweak it to make it more fitting for your future. Because essentially, that's what, that's, what you're, that's what you should be living for is your future for your higher self to get there um, so you're free, for your future self. Number three, pay attention to what you have. Developing an abundance mindset is like opening your eyes to life. You will see beauty and goodness all around you. Fear leaves you and abundance shows up when you concentrate on what you already have. You'll stop worrying that your life is a waste and start attracting joy and positivity. Finding your purpose becomes an exciting journey rather than a stressful goal. So, um, like I was saying, pay attention to what you have. I think I've said this before on occasion, like, granted, it's great to have goals. It's great to have, you know, a destiny and and wanting to be somewhere. But a lot of the times when we are feeling stagnant, are you feeling like things aren't moving fast enough in the direction that you think it's the time where God is telling you to wait and think of, um, be more appreciative of where you are right now. Um, because usually 
where you are today, you probably prayed to be there a few years ago, a few months ago, a few weeks ago, a few days ago. And so just taking the time to be appreciative of that, but also to recognize the fact that, hey, like the power of prayer and the power of manifesting, because you can sit there and say, I manifested this. I prayed for this like manifestation, praying God is real. Like I'm able to, I'm a living proof of that is that this is real because I'm living in it. I'm literally living in the dream that I asked for. I'm literally living in what I asked for. And so even if it's just temporary, it's still, you're living in it. And so that means that any, that it's possible to achieve it. And so, um, developing an abundance mindset, it will allow you to see the beauty and goodness all around you and you'll be able to appreciate the life that you live. You know, I think that a lot of times we do live a hustle and bustle life and we live for the future, but we need to start living for today because today is a gift. (laughs) And, you know, where you are, like I said this before, a lot of times where we are is where we're supposed to be. It sounds very basic, but it's so powerful. And and if you are able to do that, to think about that, I find myself doing that quite a lot where I am, you know, if I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling down about my situation, then I'm like, wait, hold up. How, how great is that, that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be? Like God, you know how powerful that is? Like, um, we actually on the podcast today when I was in an interview with Bianca she was talking about she mentioned the red light um meditation that Janae Aiko has talked about before um I forget in an interview or something like that but um she's saying that when she's at a red light she takes that time to meditate and to be thankful for where she is right at that moment and that just makes me you know think about how we do need to practice that more because if you think about it like I know for me uh, this is how I think when I'm running late or, you know, I miss the turn or something like that, our initial response could be from an ego standpoint to get upset and feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm already late. Like I'm going to miss this. I'm going to mess it up. Da, da, da. But a lot of the times when that happens, I try to be conscious enough to maybe I might be angry like that in the beginning or be frustrated or be frazzled for like a couple of seconds. But then I'm like, hold up. Clearly, if I was supposed to be there, I would have been there. (laughs) Clearly, if I was supposed to take that turn, I would have done it. And so sometimes when that happens, you either you miss out on something that could potentially harm you, like an accident or something like that, or you end up stumbling upon something that you would never have stumbled upon if you were where you were supposed to be, allegedly. So I think a lot of times we just gotta start thinking about like, dang, how beautiful is that? That like, God has me here in this space right now because I'm supposed to be. I say that a lot, like I'm doing this podcast right now at 714 in my room because I'm supposed to be. I could have easily done my initial thing was was like, "Uh, I'm about to watch TV. (laughs) But I was like, no, you know what? I need to follow through. And and something's telling me to do this episode. So, you know, and just being thankful that I do do this and that I'm able to have people who listen and who tune in and who give me feedback and who just like, you know, enjoy the podcast. And so that's beautiful to to feel. And, um, you know, it's it's a good thing. And so the other part that it says fear leaves you and abundance shows up, shows up when you concentrate on what you already have. And this is true as well, because when you are living in fear, I think that it influences you to live in a, in a mindset of lack, right? Because if you fear the future, 
and you fear like, oh, I'm never going to get this or I'm never going to get there, then you'll start to think about all the things that you don't have right now and how you'll never have them. Whereas if you live in a state of, a, of faith and you say, you know, I'm grateful for this journey and what God, where God has me and where God is going to take me, then your, the things that you want start to show up because you have to be thankful to receive the things that you want. You have to be ready for the things that you want. And being ready doesn't necessarily mean saying that I'm ready. It's also creating a space for those things, whether that means clearing out things that no longer serve you so that new things can come in, but also living in a faith mindset of like, I'm so grateful for the things that are coming. I'm so grateful that I get to experience these things and that God is ready to give me these things. And you know, that I'm, I'm ready for the next step. Um, and, and that's when you open the door for the abundance to show up. Um, and then also how it says, you'll stop worrying that your life is a waste and start attracting joy and positivity. You know, yeah, living in your purpose, you, you don't have time to look for, to worry and to look for things that are negative because you're literally living in the things that bring you happiness and joy. So why would you even look for anything to stress you out or make you upset? Because you're living in the, you're doing the things that make you happy. Number four, get responsible for your life. You can only find true fulfillment by creating your own life. You must choose what is actually correct and be aware of it in your heart and soul if you want to discover your destiny. Recognize that you alone are responsible for your life's happenings, not other people, not other people's. Fulfillment comes when you take ownership of finding your purpose rather than placing blame on others. So, yeah, like like it says, get responsible for your life. Like, we are responsible for our lives. No matter, you know, what it's looking like, um, you still have the responsibility to get yourself where you want to be. Um, and really, like it says, like, you can only find true fulfillment by tre- creating the life of your own because only you know what makes you happy. You have to define and figure out what makes you happy in that way. Once you find those things, you try to implement them into your life so that you can stay fulfilled. And so you that's how you teach other people to make you happy as well because they see that you make your own self happy. Um, that you're, recognize that you're responsible for what happens to you in your life, not other people, not other people's lives. Fulfillment comes when you take ownership of finding your purpose. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, you come in, come in this world by yourself, you're going to leave by yourself. You're responsible for finding your joys and what makes you happy and finding your purpose, plain and simple. And when you're not living in your purpose, that's when you, you know, I'm sure people have experienced that. That's when you live and your life is a disarray and you're not happy and you're unfulfilled and a lot of bad things start happening because you're not where you're supposed to be. You're either living, trying to live somebody else's dream. You're not in tune with yourself because you're letting other people and other things influence you whether that be you know drugs or something like that or you're not living and you're not living with you know in search of your higher self you're vibrating in a low frequency you're unhappy you're allowing yourself to live in misery you're allowing yourself to be anxious you're and worried and all these negative feelings and thoughts and you're attracting those things <laughs> it's 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 as simple as that and it's simple yet complicated because it's also hard because we tell people to allow themselves to feel sad, allow yourself to be angry, which are negative feelings, which typically when you're in those states, state of minds, you attract things to make you even more sad and more angry. And so it's maybe it's just a 
part of the purpose of life and journey is to allow those things to those feelings to come and go quickly Uh, like recognize hey i'm sad Um, i shed a few tears why am i sad just i just got i just got dumped or i broke up or i lost a family member or something i lost my job or whatever the case may be and then write it down say it out loud or whatever to your higher self and then say, but you know what, what do I do next? How can I, how can I heal from this? How can I get to the next step? What, what should I do next? And allow your higher self to tell you, okay, well, this was a part of the journey because of this, you needed to, you needed this to happen so that you can go here. And then it's like finding out where to go. It's, it's like that. That's what I think. Um, number five, consider what makes you joyful. Examine your past and note the moments that brought you the most happiness. Usually when you learn what makes you happy, you also learn what your passions are. Examine your abilities as well because they are related to that joy. You'll probably discover passions that you may turn into a successful job when you give attention to the activities or abilities that come naturally to you and also make you happy. So again, like it says, figure out what makes you happy. Um, thinking about your like inner child. I've said that before, you know, doing things that you used to do as a kid that make you happy. Um, but also finding things that make you happy now. Um, makes you happy. You also learn what your passions are. So example for me, I recently got back into doing art. It's something that I used to do as a kid that made me happy. And so that's a part of my passions now. It's just like forms of art. I've been getting back into that, whether that be going to like museums. I've been going to art museums a lot more, which has made me really happy to, do, to go, even if I go solo. Because um, I just like, I like that feeling. I like that environment. I like doing that, like seeing different art and what people's ideas are and, you know, going back and doing my own too. And so examine your abilities as well, because that's related to the joy. So like it says, like I enjoy doing art. I like seeing art because I like to draw. I like to paint. I like to do those type of things too. They make me happy. Um, that's just the way one of the, you know, passions that I have, but it's a way to make me happy. And so, um, I think that's something that is important too, that you have to figure out what makes you happy. And even doing the podcast, that's a form of art as well. And so it does make me happy. And so that's what something that I keep doing. Um, and it's a form of a passion. Um, and like it says, it could turn into a successful job if you give it the attention and, you know, you put in the work to it. So, you know, for that, it's just always about expanding and figuring out ways to make it work for you while still being able to take care of yourself. Uh, And number six, the last one is be flexible. So letting go of previous habits that no longer serve you is one of the most difficult parts of learning how to find your purpose. As you develop and change, your life's purpose is likely to do the same. You must be willing to be flexible and to listen to your innermost wants and needs. Finding your purpose requires a lifetime of effort. Being flexible enables you to stay loyal to who you are while developing your values. So... Like, like it says, like letting go of previous habits that no longer serve you is one of the most difficult parts of learning how to find your purpose and within your journey, because we are creatures of habit as humans. And so usually when we find a, a, a method or a habit that works for us in the past, we keep going with that <laughs> because it works and it bring it. That is why you're sometimes you end up in a comfort zone. And when things don't when your habits no longer serve you and you're the universe is showing you that because now the way you usually used to do things is no longer working for you and giving you the results that you're looking for now you have entered a 
you know, you have, ex- you have, uh, not entered, but you've been exited out of your comfort zone and now you're in an unfamiliar place and now you are resorted to trusting into yourself and your higher self that you can still get the results that you are looking for, but just using different methods. And that can be uh, uh, scary because a, you might not know that you might not know another method and you might be afraid of failing or rejection or just, um, being unhappy or, or whatever the case may be, or making the wrong choices. And so, um, that is definitely a difficult part of learning when it comes to fun. But if you are passionate about your purpose and you're still driven to find your purpose, you allow yourself to be in that, um, discomfort and still figure out, okay, well, I got to figure out some kind of way. Cause I still, I need to fulfill my purpose no matter what. If you have that mindset, then that's what your higher self is looking for you to have because it knows that you will do whatever it takes to get to where you need to be, which is to your higher self. And so we as humans, like it says, as you develop and change, your purpose will do the same. You might have, maybe when you were younger, you wanted to be a, you know, a singer. And now that you've gotten older and you've experienced certain things, or maybe you, you know, you had a deal or whatever the case may be. And when you got into it, you, you hear that a lot. People always say like, oh, I wanted to be in the industry or I wanted to be this or I wanted to be that. But when I got into it and I experienced it, it wasn't what I thought it would be. And now I no longer want to do that. And that's okay too. like that's that's perfectly fine because that's just redirecting you to where you're supposed to be um and that's why it says to be flexible because if you think about it and I know that that happens where people they spend their whole life on a dream on a certain dream like I just want to be you know a singer on the Apollo or something like that or whatever, right? Or American Idol, right? And say you get that chance to be on American Idol and you go and you sing your heart out and you let's say you do get picked right and you make it to the level and whatever the case may be I don't watch that anymore but you get to the end and you get you, you win you win the show and you get the deal and everything like that but then you start to see the industry and you see how it works and how you know as much as you thought you were gonna have the freedom to do certain things with your career you might not have the freedom to do so and now it's making you you know feel like, oh, I don't really like singing anymore as much as I thought as I used to when I didn't have the pressure of, you know, fulfilling this contract or, you know, now I don't get to sing the music that I like. I have to sing the music that the that the, the record company wants me to sing. And now I have to do these things and that. And now I just don't have, now I'm in a space where I've lost control of my life because I'm literally living like a robot, fulfilling these contracts and fulfilling these deals that yes, I'm getting money and I'm able to take care of myself and my family, but now I'm not happy anymore. And the thing that I used to do to make me happy, which was sing, now I dread it. And I'm not saying that that happens all the time, but that's a possibility. And that is where, you know, I think it's saying, um, as you develop and you change, your purpose can do the same. And so maybe you thought that was your purpose, which was singing and all that. But once you got into it, now you're like, all right, this is not for me anymore. And that's okay too. And that's why it's saying be flexible because some people will stay in that. Even though they're not happy, they'll stay in it because they're like, well, I'm already here. This is what I wanted to do. And what, I'm, what else can I do? What else? I've devoted my entire life to becoming a singer. And now that I've become a singer and I hate it, I don't have any other quote unquote skills. You know, and so that's why it's saying to be flexible and to be diverse in your skills and your life growing up. Like, make sure you don't just focus only on one thing. Be multi, um, 
multifaceted and being able to do multiple skills so that you can make your life work for you and you can do whatever it is that you want. (laughs) Um, Being flexible and then listening to your innermost wants and needs, those things change often as well. So being able to be in tune with yourself to be like, oh, you know, I no longer like this. This no longer serves me and I need something different in my life and I need to go find it. Um, Just being able to recognize that is, is important. And then, like it says, finding your purpose requires a lifetime of effort. Being flexible enables you to stay loyal to who you are while developing your values. So, you know, it is going to be a lifetime of effort. You're never going to just be able to, like, reach that. <laughs> you Oh, I found my purpose. So now I don't got to I don't have to do anything. No, like now now once you find your purpose is when the work really, really kicks in, because now it's all right. Go like now you got to fulfill it. Now you got to do all these things and you have to live in your purpose. And you have to be conscious of your purpose and you have to um, perfect like not perfect, but mm, work on your purpose and your craft and make sure you are, you know, serving your highest self because that alone, your highest self, you think about what that means. Your highest self is like the, the, it's, it's not an unachievable, but it's like, it's a part of you that is so well crafted and just living so divinely and within your purpose that you, when you do see your higher self and you you know, interact with your higher self, you're not going to want to disappoint, just disappoint your higher self. So you're going to, even when you get to times when you're just feeling tired or worn out, or you feel like, I don't want to do this anymore. If you think about your higher self and where, what that looks like, um, and how, you know, just proud you are to see yourself in that space, you're going to want to keep going. Even if you had to take a break, step back and and step away from it a little bit. That's why it says be flexible. Um, You're going to want to come back to that. Your higher self is always going to call you to your higher self (laughs) because that's what you're here for. It's calling on your soul for you to fulfill that purpose and and to come tap back into you. And so, um, you know, being flexible is a part of that, too. And staying loyal to who you are. That's very, very important. Never let anybody tell you who you need to be. You decide who you want to be and what you want to do with your life because it's your life. Um, so those are the six ways to find your life life purpose um, according to this, this page. Again, the motivational movements. So hopefully that was helpful to somebody. Um, I thought it was just interesting. Um, some points that were discussed. Um but yeah, uh, hopefully that everybody has a great, had you know, has an, having a great week and weekend and you're ending it right. Uh, and I go into a, a new week, um, feeling fulfilled and just working on yourself and focus on yourself. And don't forget that your purpose is yours alone. And you just, you get to define that, what you're, what you're here for and figure that out and enjoy the, the journey of that. <laughs> Um, because it's always ever changing and, you know, there's so many other things that distract us from our purpose. And so it's, it's a lot of work and effort, like it said, to consistently pull yourself back to where you need to be and to stay on your path. So with that being said, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I am your host Chanel. This is Black Hippie Lounge podcast. Um, as always, meditate, manifest, invest in you. If you can, follow the podcast and rate and review on um, 
Spotify or Apple Music. And you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter at Black Hippie Lounge. Um, That's all I have. So take care. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.